0: Okay. Hi, Megan. Hello.
1: How are you?
0: <laughs> oh, just living. You
1: know. <laughs> yeah. I, what kind of question is that? Forget I asked. Because
0: <laughs> I know um, how you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hi, everyone. Obviously, we didn't record last week because it just felt, uh, like really inappropriate to be like hey everyone let's talk about celebrities and just like pretend like nothing else is going on like that just seems so um dismissive and arrogant mm-hmm. so we decided to skip last week but we did want to touch on what was going on i don't want you guys to think that we're like avoiding it we're not it just felt like inappropriate at the time to like take up that space um but obviously, unless you've been like living under a rock or living in a seventy-five day silent retreat, like that one guy who was,
1: who just came out of the seventy-five silent day retreat and was like, "What did I miss?" <laughs> or, like didn't Jared Leto do that too? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. God, can you imagine? Like, what I, like, a good what time is- to do that though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I would have like a panic attack and like never get out of it if I came out of like if i went in he went in march 13th and like just came out like can you imagine Which you're is like crazy what? What? I'm, pretty sure, I'm
1: pretty sure march 13th is like the exact day that like everything I, closed <laughs> yeah i at least went into stay at home mode
0: <laughs> insane um yeah so yeah unless you've been doing one of those silent retreats you obviously i'm sure are like aware of what's going on and Oh, not even our country like literally the entire world um, on May 25th cops killed George Floyd like if you don't know what I'm talking about I can't fucking help you at this point like I I really can't
1: Yeah, um,
0: you're actively avoiding <laughs> things if you don't know what I'm talking about and since then obviously things have just like come to a head and people are just like fucking sick of cops killing black people for no reason and just like the fucking way black people are treated in this country it's insane and it needs to end and I can't believe it's gone on for this fucking long it's like truly like pisses me off in a way like I can't even describe and like I feel and so like I and obviously like I'm fucking white like Mm -hmm. I understand that I have no fucking clue what people go through I understand that I've like Benefited from white privilege. But like, I feel like I have been like screaming about how like the whole entire system that this country mm-hmm. is built on has been keeping black people down. And I feel like people have always just been like dismissive of me or like, or like, there she goes again. So like, I can't even fucking imagine like what black people go through. Like, I truly fuck. Like, that's got to be so fucking traumatic just to like live yeah. every day like that. Like I, like I said, like I, I truly can never put myself in the, your position. Like I can't, not yours, Megan. But I know, but like I can't. But yeah, it's truly
1: unfathomable.
0: And like when I say like the entire system is built around keeping black people down, like I fucking mean the entire system. Like mm-hmm. look into it; it's insane. Like mortgages, school funding, like incarceration is basically just slavery Mm because we have private prison systems that pay by bodies. Like, the entire system of how we live our lives is set up to keep Black people down and it, like, is fucking 2020 and, like, nothing has changed. Like, it... (laughs) And, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just... It's just it blows my mind that we live in, like, this modern time where everyone's like, oh, we can just, like, be who we want, but it's like, no, like, (laughs) black people can't just, like, have it easy, like, they don't have it easy. Every fucking thing that the government puts out, every roadblock this country puts out is, like, a fucking mountain for them to climb, and it's unfair, it's fucking psychotic, and it needs to end. Mm -hmm. And, like, George Floyd is just like one of like thousands of black people killed by police like and like these are just things that are being caught on camera thanks to like smartphones like and that's these are just like murders that like get attention Mm -hmm. like they do so many other things that aren't murder that are like never talked about
1: Mm -hmm. ranging from like other legitimate crimes like rape, abuse, uh, assault, to little things such as just like microaggressions that are equally as well. I mean, not equally, but they're just as they're. It's harmful. It's all terrible, and it's just built into the system. Yeah, and like
0: the prison system is just just like legal slavery, and it always has been and it needs to stop I mean also slavery is like technically not illegal like reread the 13th amendment it's really not illegal which is crazy so just <sighs> white people and like I'm saying this as a white person making is white like wake the fuck up and like that's including me like i'm not sitting Mm -hmm. on some high throne that's like oh i know all i'm not like other white people like i'm innocent no i'm not i've fucking benefited. like here's the thing all white people have literally been racist have contributed to racism and have benefited from racism like that's every single white person in this country Mm -hmm. i don't care if you're like no i haven't no you have (laughs) And, like, until you literally can admit that, then nothing will change. Like, you
1: have to just be, like, Because that's how things are set up for you. Like, it's literally, like, you are subconsciously and, like, unconsciously receiving those benefits and contributing to the problem. Unless you take the steps to actively not do so.
0: Yeah. to Like, you have to learn and then also, like, unlearn. And I know that that sounded so stupid. But you know what I mean? Like, you have to learn what's going on in this country and how it's set up and how it's, like, built on racism. And then you have to unlearn things that are, like, your natural, like, characteristics of growing up in this, like, white privileged country. You have Mm -hmm. to unlearn behaviors. Or, like, nothing's fucking going to change. And it, like, needs to stop. It needed to stop 400 fucking years ago. It needs to stop now. I can't, like... And I don't understand how people still like won't admit that they have like white privilege. Like it's it's literally factual. It's not even like an opinion, it's literally facts. Right. So like open a fucking textbook, I swear to God, and like just like read. And like here's another thing, and I know I'm going off on a tangent, and I'm not even gonna apologize for it because like this shit just pisses me off. Like here's another shocking fact. Everything that you've learned in like public school history class is like so whitewashed and skewed to make it seem like this country is like the greatest. Mm-hmm. They teach you like 1% of what's actually has happened. And like it's shocking when you realize like, oh, I've been like lied to my entire life. Mm-hmm. So like you have to literally like relearn history and like Yeah, and that
1: can be like a tough pill to swallow, but
0: yeah, that's the truth. <sighs> So, uh, I just, like, need people, if you're, like, a listener of this podcast, like, I need you to be, like, donating, I need you to be signing petitions, I need you to be, like, educating yourself, and this goes for myself, too. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, we need to be out there, like, pounding the pavement, like, uh, this, like, needs to end yesterday. (laughs) Yesterday. We need to arrest all the cops that have like murdered innocent black people. Not or like and like we need to defund the police. We need to just fucking tear down the whole system and rebuild it. Like that's the only way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that Morgan is a much eloquent much more eloquent speaker on this topic than I am and that's something that like you said I've been I've been learning and I've been reading and I've been watching and I've been listening and teaching myself these things but I totally agree with you and everything that you're saying and I mean it's not like me to like post on social media I was always that type it's just like no I don't talk about those things like I don't do that on social but it's like saying that is product of privilege like to not have to say something and address this on social media is a product of privilege and if I want to be an ally which I do then like I don't really have that luxury anymore to not say anything so just gotta learn and read and speak out and keep doing that even after the protests stop and even after everything starts stops in weeks months or however long it takes and that's something that I'm definitely working to hold myself accountable
0: to. Yeah, me too. I mean, it, the conversation can't stop. And, like, I feel mm-hmm. like we eventually – I mean, this has happened time and time again. Like I said, George Floyd is, like, one name out of hundreds. And, yeah. you know, then, like, eventually, you know, people move on. And then it happens again. But it's like, no, we we can't let it, like, be a trend. We have to just, like, keep going. And, like, I don't give a fuck if you're, like, annoying your friends or family. Guess what? Until it changes, (laughs) you just have to keep going. And you even have those hard conversations with people that you love who maybe are ignorant or uneducated
1: on this topic. Right. And I'm I'm not saying that social media is the only place where you can be speaking out on this. However, social media does happen to be a huge platform that pretty much everyone has, like, access to and looks to people to see what they have to think but i know that it's not limited to social media there are conversations you can have with friends and family and other things but um social media definitely stands out
0: and that's like another thing too you like we spend all of our time on social media i mean i know some people are like i don't whatever shut up we spend a lot of our time like most of us spend hours a day on social media and then we're you can't post like one black square and be like I'm learning I like love diversity if your social media feeds only feature thin straight white women sorry how are you ever gonna learn about other people in their communities and their cultures if the thing that you get your culture from is exactly you (laughs) yeah so you've got to follow you know every gender non-binary people people of like every race ethnicity body types like that's how like representation is so important in media and like when people say that they're like oh on tv shows in movies but it also has to be on your own social media feed that you are seeing representation of everyone or mm-hmm. else you're just like not gonna learn because you're just gonna be staring back into your own reality. Um, so true. So that's one easy step that you can take <laughs> is to follow people that don't look like you, yeah. Um,
1: and then, yeah, like there are so many ways to do things that aren't just donations or protesting, and they're little things and they're easy things and they take two seconds and they really don't They, I don't know. It's just not that hard. <laughs> like, sorry. Yeah. At this point like, to actively not take any steps to do any changes. Like you said, Morgan, you're like you're kind of actively avoiding it. And that makes you a huge part of the problem. But there are just so many easy, small actions you can take to make a change. That's like, yeah.
0: It's Like, I understand that not everyone has the funds to donate or not everyone, you know, can go out and protest, especially during Uh a time when we're in a pandemic. Like, I understand that. But, like, do something. Like, do what you can. Or, like, or else, yeah, like, silence is violence when it comes from white people. And it just, you can't just not say anything. You can't just, like, live in this bubble anymore. It's so unfair. I don't
1: know. I mean, like, literally go watch a movie. You know, like, there are just so many even, like, movies that are, that add, like, a different, like, viewpoint to the issues and provide context about the history of, like, the broken system. It's, like, it's no excuses anymore.
0: Yeah, there's so many resources, especially out right now. Or, like, sign petitions. Like, listen, Mm -hmm. once you sign a one petition, sorry, I'm being a Ryan Seacrest. Once you sign one petition (laughs) on change.org. Then it just saves your info. And then you can just like last night I literally signed 40 petitions. And I think like under 30 or under three minutes. Like
1: it's that, that easy. See, it's like those memes where it's like, like they have memes now. It's like me signing. Yeah. petition petition, And it's like, and once you sign a petition on one cause, they like show you petitions of similar causes. So yes. it's like, Oh, one click, one click, one click. It's actually quite amazing
0: it's and it's so easy. Like it like I said, I signed like 40 petitions in like under 3 minutes. Like and there's like Twitter th- so if you're on Twitter, there's like threads of like here's 80 petitions you can sign right now. And so you just click 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 just go through. Yeah. It's easy. Like it's there's no excuse. And also, let me just say this. <laughs> if I see one more fucking and I'm not trying to attack anyone, but I'm just saying If I see one more fucking pose, that's like this is why you shouldn't say all lives matter because like if I broke my leg but you're like stop dumbing it down for people. For people who say all lives matter they don't need to have it be dumbed down. They fucking know. They're just racist. You don't need to be like my house is on fire. No stop. They know. (laughs) They know. If they're an adult they know. So just stop babying them. They're just all life matter is just the the way to say I'm racist without being like crucified so just stop with the like kindergarten analogies for adults I'm so sick of it yeah that's a good point um but anywho I hope you guys are doing stuff I mean there's still so much justice that needs to be served I've heard so many people be like well when is it gonna end or like what's the point of being out there now I mean, Breonna Taylor's (laughs) murderers are still just living their jobs as cops. So, like, girly, we've got a long list. And someone was like, so what? We're just supposed to, I saw this tweet. that was like, so what? We're just supposed to (laughs) arrest every cop that's murdered a black person on duty for the past 50 years? And it's like, yeah. Um, Yes, (laughs) that's
1: exactly what the fuck we are supposed to do.
0: I'm sorry, Why (laughs) is there a time limit? They're still chasing Nazis. Nazis are getting arrested and they're like 99 years old. So like,
1: yeah, Cheryl, (laughs) that is what we're going to do. But the way that this, like you said, the way that the system is built, it's built so that these people, like the cops literally succeed. Like there are, they have special privileges by law that like exempt them from straight up crime same crimes that they're tasked with arresting people for it's which is why there needs to be a full reform of everything. Yeah
0: like these cops kill people and then get paid suspension or like paid leave I'm like so you murdered someone and then you got a paid vacation and then got to just go back to work okay (laughs) yeah it's insane it's... I. So, it's not ever... Like, it's not over. It's not going to be over anytime soon. We just have to keep talking about it. We need justice for these people. We need these cops arrested. We need to defund the police. We need to rebuild everything. It just has to end. Like, it... <laughs> I'm like, don't even... <laughs> Don't even fucking get me started on, like, the president right now. Because I fucking can't believe this shit. Like, I cannot believe this fucking shit. That...
1: I, yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, like, I find myself thinking, like you said, like, oh, when will this all end? Just because it's truly... It's, like, sad and disgusting and a oh, gamut. It. But it, you're right. It, it can't end. And it won't. And it shouldn't because it shouldn't end until there's a real tangible change and that's just not going to happen overnight. Like it's not even going to happen in a few weeks or a few months. Like it, this needs to continue. Yeah. And like, I know that it's exhausting. I know that it's uncomfortable. Like if we feel this way, imagine like, and I, and I know that me even saying that is like laced with privilege, but because I'm not, a black per I'm not a black person. I'm not out there protesting. I'm doing other but I don't know. It's just like we get it, but it, it needs to carry on this way. Exactly. Until something is done about it.
0: Exactly. Oh, and we need to fucking just like ugh. here's like another thing and s- I was gonna say sorry, I'm touching on so many points, but I'm actually not sorry. We need to stop telling people or to start stop telling black people that they like need to like get over slavery or, or like segregation they're like like i've seen so many like tweets or whatever posts of people are like it's been like hundreds of years get over it first of all like jim crow laws and segregation like <laughs> um people's parents were like alive for that yeah. like I'm, that was not long ago also like no, black people don't have to get over slavery. Like, why is it and, like, I'm and not saying... who are saying, you to
1: tell them that? Like, in general. Like, who are you to even make such a blanket statement? Ugh. Well, like, we have, like, all these, like, war memorials. We have fucking
0: statues of, like, confederate racist slave owners right. so that we can remember. But, like, God forbid black people get to remember the fucking war they've been fighting nonstop on the land they were kidnapped to. Right. So, no, they don't need to get over it. Just like how you can't get over fucking Robert E. Lee. Right. That's what you need to get over. You lost. Confederacy. (laughs) So.
1: The fact that Confederate flags are just now being banned from, like, fucking NASCAR events.
0: And, like, the Marines. (laughs) Makes
1: my stomach turn.
0: Oh, and then people are like, like all these people are like these NASCAR drivers are like quitting because people can't fly the Confederate flag. First of all, choose a fucking side. Do you love America or do you love the Confederacy? Because I'm sorry, I can send you a textbook. Give me an address.
1: (laughs) But yeah, who's? I didn't know that people were quitting. Yeah, ridiculous. So (sighs)
0: I. I have like a million more points I'm sure I will think of as soon as I end this podcast that I'll regret not talking about but guess what I'll fucking talk about them next week and then next week and if you have been listening to this podcast and you are offended right now girly get your hearing checked because we have been talking about this on this podcast since the beginning so <laughs> you can get the fuck out if you're not willing to change your ways and learn, and maybe say, hey, maybe I am wrong, or maybe I have these views because I haven't been educated or I haven't looked into this, then leave. I don't have
1: time for you to listen to this. I don't actually give a fuck, so bye. And, like, nothing, we sh- nothing we've said should be considered, like, shocking controversial. or controversial. Like, it's, it's literally so simple. I
0: know. Like, how is saying yes, like, hey, gone. I think that everyone should be treated equally. How is that, like, a controversy? I don't get it.
1: Yeah, like, hey, I think some of the values that, like, our society was built on centuries ago are, like, a little outdated, and maybe we should take another look at it.
0: Or, like, people are like, this isn't, like, (laughs) over, like, the writing looting, and they're like, this isn't my America, and it's like, um, Carol, once again, send me an address to mail your textbook to because this fucking country and i'm just like (laughs) everyone who follows me on facebook is like okay bitch we know but like this fucking country was literally on stolen land with stolen people revolting against their government Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that is literally the foundation of this country we stole this land from native americans We had it built by stolen people from Africa, and we revolted against our our government, which was England. Like, (laughs) hello? This literally is America. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. McGraw Hill makes some great textbooks. (laughs) Like I said,
1: tough pill to swallow.
0: Oh, my God. But then people are like, I love America, but like, no, no history of it. What are y'all doing? I just feel like I live in crazy town.
1: Oh, my God. Any brighter news? um, I mean, I'm sure this conversation will continue throughout the rest of the podcast, given some of the items we have to talk about. Oh, I
0: have nothing positive to talk about, by the way, on today's
1: podcast. I've been preparing for this, and I'm just like, this is going to be rough.
0: Ugh. Um, I do have one positive thing to say. That's good. <laughs> um, the cops have vacated their uh, office in my neighborhood. So, oh my gosh. Good. And are now working out of a, a parking lot. And now that little area, because it, it was like a two story huge office, that little area has now become, there's like signs and everything like a cop free zone. And right. there's like free food stations, free medic stations, free counseling after like two weeks of being fucking tear gassed in my own goddamn apartment because cops are just mad that they have to be out until like 1am well that's that's
1: great I'm happy for you
0: thank you and what do you know it's been two days and for the past two days it's been peaceful it's almost as if (laughs) <laughs> they are they the were the problem. Ugh. If anybody doesn't know what I've been going through, and like I say, like what I've been going through, like I fucking know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, look up Capitol Hill, Seattle. <laughs> they've been like flash bombing us, tear gassing us. Like I literally have been tear gassed in my own fucking apartment.
1: Because yeah, your <laughs> tweets and your pictures, and they've been wild.
0: And like this is like a the artsy (laughs) neighborhood of Seattle, (laughs) so like, what's happening? And like every protest, like I went out there for a little bit. By the way, I repped pop cultured swine merch because it has a little pig face on it, and I was like, this is the perfect shirt to wear to a a cop protest. Um, but as (laughs) Megan has said, we are swines, not pigs. Um,
1: (laughs) it's true.
0: But, like, every... Don't compare us to them. (laughs) Every protest, and, like, it went on, like, continues, like, people took shift, people slept there, but it had been literally peaceful every single time, and, like, it would just get late, and they would just be, like, okay, I guess we're just gonna tear gas them, because we, like, want to go home. And then they, like, tried to say that people, like, threw explosives at them, and, like, took a picture of a broken prayer candle as, like, the explosive, and it literally still had, like, the barcode sticker that said candle oh my
1: god oh and like the national fucking guard i hope you're not out there throwing your lisa renna candle
0: oh no she's all safe (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah (laughs) and but it's been peaceful now the past two days because the protesters weren't the issue also if you want to fucking violently protest and fucking burn down a police station looking at you minnesota
1: more power to you um yeah i do i don't value property over human life
0: nor do i especially when it's like a target and they have like here's another thing (laughs) y'all i'm on a fucking soapbox tonight here's another thing it's a fucking target it's a target where you don't even live and you're bitching about it on facebook You've never been to Minnesota, but you're upset at this Target that you've never been to. And guess what else, Rebecca? (laughs) The Target, it has insurance. It has billions of dollars. It will be rebuilt. It is a massive
1: fucking corporation.
0: Yeah, the CEO and all the executives make millions a year Well, paying their workers minimum wage to be on the front lines of fucking COVID and, like, risk Mm -hmm. their lives. So guess what? No, I don't really give a fuck about the target. Mm -hmm. And here's another thing, Beck. Most of the fucking damage and looting has been happening by white people who just want to cause chaos. So.
1: Looking at you, Jake Paul. Yeah, Jake
0: Paul, you fucking millionaire piece of trash.
1: I can literally never remember if it's Jake Paul or Logan Paul, because aren't there two of them? But they both fucking suck. But I think Jake Paul is the one that actually got arrested for Jake looting. Paul
0: was the one that got arrested for looting. Logan Paul has actually been doing the right things right now. Oh, really? What's he up to? Oh, well, he has a podcast, and he was, like, just being, like, I fucking, like, have he's been talking about his white privilege, how this needs a fucking end, how this needs to stop, how, like, we need to defund the police, so.
1: Wow, I'm genuinely pleasantly surprised by that.
0: Yeah, so he's not a perfect person. He definitely filmed that suicide victim, <laughs> but I'm just saying, right now, he's actually on the right side.
1: See, I, um, thought was,
0: I thought that was Jake that filmed that.
1: I don't care. That track. was
0: Logan. You know things. me, I'm a youth. I watch YouTube too many douchebags to keep track of yes unfortunately um and i just want to end this by saying once again i am not a perfect person i have been fucking ignorant my in my life i will probably be fucking ignorant again i'm not like sitting on this throne of like i'm better than anyone i'm not it's a it's a fucking learning process we have to just do the best we fucking can so that's that I'm not yeah. perfect I'm not sitting here being like and you guys blah 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 no this is directed at me too I need to do better we could all do better so anyhow. yeah
1: I totally second that like I said earlier this has been a huge opportunity to learn for me and I have been and will continue to.
0: Great. Okay.
1: All right, let's talk some smack.
0: Now let's talk shit about people
1: who ain't learning
0: shit. Yeah. (laughs) You guys, like I said, there's really nothing positive on this fucking episode because, boy, has there been, like, a reopening of celebrities in Hollywood
1: this week. I know. I feel like it's, like, ugh. Like, I feel like we can just, like, reiterate what happened, but, like, ugh, it's exhausting c- to add to it because they're just so, ugh. like, God. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I agree. <laughs> that just sums up how I feel. Ugh. I'm just fucking sick of notes. Ap- apologies. <laughs> no, you're so right. If I see one more <laughs> fucking <laughs> note. Yeah, that's literally what we said, what I said to Morgan, like, earlier today. Like, I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't read that celebrity apology. Because once you read one, you've read them all. And honestly, like, I read this article today about how this is kind of becoming, like, a different type of Me Too movement. And it's really, like, I mean, it is. It's, like, trickling down into, like, businesses, celebrities, like, the media. It's rather i i want to say interesting but i don't know if that's the right like fascinating and like like well deserved
0: yeah people's time has definitely come yeah (laughs) um and it just seems like every day i'm like oh shit why are they apologizing (laughs) and then like i have to fall down this rabbit hole of being like
1: what what, what what happened while i slept for four hours (laughs) I know, and that's it's like, as I'm reading one, another one pops up. That yeah. also happened last night. Literally, like, two, two of my favorite reality shows were impacted by um, racial behavior of some of the cast members. And it was one right after another. Ugh. Yeah. Um,
0: Hollywood's been busy, let me tell you. So we're not going to talk about all of them because I literally don't have enough time in the day. Um, but we're gonna talk about the big ones. We're gonna start off with actually some juicy gossip that has been keeping me in high spirits, <laughs> and that is of uh, the downfall of one Miss Leah Michelle. You guys know her as Rachel Berry from
1: Glee. Did you listen to Lost Culturistas today? Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, the- oh my God! I was gonna text you, and now I wish I did so we could have. Discuss, but anyway, they talk about Leah Michelle, and it's great. So listen to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm gonna listen to it while I, while I cook dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, if anyone at home cares, I'm cooking steak, and then I also got steak fries. Oh, big night for me!
1: Steak night at Morgan's uh, Are they are they Omaha steaks?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> I actually went to the grocery store for the first time since March uh, Holy. because Girlie needed quarters to do her fucking laundry. Wow. I've done my laundry since March. I feel like that's what it sounded like. No, I just ran out of
1: quarters. I mean, and... I got that. I'm sure most people got that, but thank you for clarifying.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm like, oh, no,
1: I've done my laundry.
0: <laughs> um, and the bank next to my grocery store, which is the bank next to my apartment, has been, like, closed since, uh, COVID. <laughs> so, I just always have to, like, pray that the grocery store has quarters to give, but, like, everyone else in my fucking neighborhood also needs quarters, so they're usually like, oh, let me check." No. I got the last roll of quarters. Nice. So, oh, huh? yeah, I'm gonna wash my motherfucking sheets. <laughs> Luxury. and then tuck myself into bed after eating a motherfucking
1: steak oh my goodness
0: Good yeah it's a know.
1: wednesday but i'm going <laughs> yeah i was literally just gonna fall to the wall
0: mm-hmm. um anywho leah michelle the takedown so also another thing that if you've been at a silent retreat for since <laughs> i don't know when did glee start 2007 I mean, I feel like everyone's always known that Leah Michelle's a
1: bitch. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, like, okay. Well, didn't that that was like a whole thing? Didn't someone write a book? Yeah, no, the mean... girl that played Santana.
0: Um, oh yeah, what's her name? Naya Rivera. Naya, N- R-
1: Naya Rivera.
0: Yeah, remember when she was like engaged to um. <laughs> talking oh my god um, <laughs> to um big Sean, big Sean.
1: okay and good. then like
0: right like a month before their wedding she like called it off and then like married her married another guy on their wedding date <laughs> and like kept
1: okay stuff. I also I also just want to say that like the this is something that they said on Lost culture he that I found fascinating which, by the way, everyone, go listen to Lost Culturistas. Morgan totally got me into them, and I'm obsessed. Oh, my God. Um, my friend Cameron got me into them, and they're so fucking funny. Yeah, Hi, they're, they're literally so great. Um, so weird that I'm, like, plugging them when, like, you are the reason why I'm a fan. But anyway, um, they were saying that this, like, a, the, a case study of, like, the actors in Glee is, like, devastating. Like, think about it that one guy oh I mean, yeah oh like my god a, yeah there's like a curse well i don't want to say it's a curse because like they all kind of came to their own demise well it's like the one guy yeah his um child pornography charges and then he killed himself and then why am i blanking on oh Corey monteith um overdose. died of a drug overdose and I'm blanking on anything else. (laughs) Didn't someone like go to jail? I think there are a lot of other um, issues that I've fallen down a few like Twitter thread controversies on. (laughs) It's fascinating. I'm drawing a blank on them right now to be honest. But it is just kind of like like that show. You're right. That seemed to have like a very dark cloud over it now looking back. When at the time, it started as such a, like, yay, fun, everyone loves each other, inclusion.
0: Yeah. I, like, only watched, I think, one or two seasons
1: of that show, and, like, I don't
0: even know who that person is anymore, because I would never, ever fucking watch a show about singing, ever.
1: (laughs) Oh, I watched it big time. I never finished it, but, like, I definitely watched it through all of high school.
0: Oh yeah, I stopped watching it like after I feel like midway through season two, but that's also just like my personality. But but now I'm like, why would I ever watch a show like that? That's like not who I am. Yeah, like people singing songs. No, I hate every time a show does like a musical episode. I'm like, for what? Oh, you don't love that Grayson? <laughs> <laughs> no, <sighs>
1: stop.
0: <sighs> Um uh, everyone's like, get to the fucking Leah Michelle story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So anywho, Leah Michelle went on twitter.com and <laughs> tweeted like George Floyd should have never died that way. Like Black Lives Matter. We need justice. And then her co-star, and like she had only been retweeting white people's views on george floyd bt dub <laughs> mm. up until that point and then um her her ex co-star samantha ware she was like she like retweeted it like quote tweeted it and she was like laughing my fucking ass off remember like when you made my um first like tv show absolute a living hell and you said that you would shit in my wig if you got a chance. And everyone was like,
1: <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah. Gross. Like, when that, I, like, saw that
0: within, like, the first 15 minutes of it, like, being tweeted, because I think, like, Ira Madison retweeted it. And I was like, holy shit! <laughs> I was like, what's going on over in Glee? And then... It yeah, just... I was like
1: curiously like refreshing my page and like everything same. just following this, and then like searching the word like Glee <laughs> on my <like>, Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally same.
0: And then um, another co-star, Alex Newell, got on and like tweeted like the little um gif that so was like get her Jade, and then like did a follow up tweet that was like. When your friend goes through something dramatic, you stand up for them. Blah blah blah. And then another co-star, um, Beer Snell said that was like, Remember when you wouldn't let me sit at your lunch table because you said I didn't belong there? And then Ugh. Amber Riley got on twitter.com and like posted a gif of her like sipping tea. hmm Which we know what that means. hmm And shit was just going down. And then someone had said, notice how she's only been retweeting white people about George Floyd. And so then she retweeted Barack Obama. (laughs)
1: Girl, that doesn't count. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: And so then Heather Morris, another Glee co-star... Like put put out a statement that was like, yeah, she's like unpleasant. Well, because then people started saying that she was racist, because all these people that had spoken up were black. Right. And so then Heather Morris, who's white, um, she like put out a statement that was like, she's like unpleasant to work with. She's like made everyone's lives hell. I regret like not speaking up. I'm not gonna say that she's racist, because that would be assuming things. Um, and
1: then Amber Riley, which is interesting because it's pretty much just like, yeah, I mean she's a terrible person, but she may or may not be a racist terrible person.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a lot of funny tweets came out from that statement because it was like, (laughs) yeah, she's a big old bitch, but she's not a racist. (laughs) Yeah, like
1: oh, at the very least, I don't think (laughs) she's racist.
0: Um, and then Amber Riley put out a statement, too, that was like, this is the first and last time I'm going to, like, talk about this. Like, she definitely is, like, a fucking bitch. She d- <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 she did say, like, she's, like, you know, unpleasant to work with. She hasn't talked to her in two years. She's not going to say that she's a racist. Um, but she does hope that she has grown since their time together
1: which is kind of outrageous that that's like what people are saying that it's like like all this stuff came out and like the people coming to your defense are like yeah she's not a racist she's just a bitch
0: <laughs> we're well, <they're> not even <laughs> saying like she's not a racist they're just like
1: I'm not gonna imply
0: that she's a racist but Yeah, I can definitely confirm she's a fucking bitch <laughs> hilarious
1: that and is then... hilarious <laughs>
0: And then like a ton of other people who like aren't on Glee, but um like have worked with her, have also like come out
1: and been mm-hmm. like, yeah, she's a fucking bitch. She made me cry every single fucking day. <laughs> like even like crew members and like like staff and like production members of, like shows and whatnot that she's worked on are, oh my god, yeah, and it then, was like, just like old interviews are resurfacing. <laughs> yeah. The one of her and amber riley that you tagged in oh my god and amber's just like same
0: <laughs> like they it's like it's leah michelle and amber riley and they're like what's the best part of being on tour and she's like you know like and amber's like not talking and leah michelle just takes over and was like you know like we're all just like a family and like we just like love each other so much like on and off stage and then they're like, what's the hardest part? And she's like, being away from our real families. But, you know, we're such a family here. Like, it just is what it is. And she kind of, like, weirdly touches Amber, which I didn't like. And then they're yeah. like, "And Amber, what about you?
1: And she goes, same. <laughs> Literally nothing else. Just same. Not even, and like, I a mean,
0: smile. Just same.
1: <laughs> Leah's answer was, like, so I long. I mean, knowing what I know now. Obviously, I'm just like that her answer sounded like a load of bullshit. I don't know if I would have been able to, like, bullshit monitor that without knowing what I know. But still, she's just, like, laying it on thick. Like, oh, we're all such family and, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and Amber's just sitting there, like, straight-faced the whole time, like, not engaging <laughs> like with this her. this <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: So, since the downfall of Rachel Berry, a.k.a. Leah Michelle, Um, which I'm like, she's literally like her character and someone like posted an interview of them on Ellen and Ellen like, we can't even fucking get into Ellen today because that's a whole other shit. But (laughs) someone posted like an interview of her on Ellen or of the whole cast and like Ellen asked them like, who's most like their character? And everyone says (laughs) 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 Leah. And like, if you've never watched Glee, her character is fucking annoying and a bitch she's
1: literally like at times unwatchable
0: (laughs) yes yes i feel like that's literally why i stopped watching the show because i was like no 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 (laughs) we're not doing this oh my gosh so Um,
1: basically yeah i encourage everyone to like fall into the same twitter hole that we both did because it's a bright light In my life right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's really keeping me going. Um, (laughs) And so then
0: after that, she got dropped by HelloFresh. She was like a spawn, like a brand (laughs) influencer. God. For HelloFresh. And they like dropped her ass. And then she put out an infamous Instagram note (laughs) apology. And we talked about this on the episode with Hannah Brown. And we'll get to that. Um, Here's the thing. Don't put in a note apology. <laughs> I don't know. Just fucking make a video of you talking. Like, yes. I don't get note apologies. It's so insincere. I can write anything and it's not going to be true. I can be like, "Megan, I'm
1: so sorry. I'm, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what I would apologize <laughs> to you for." Well, and like you know that the note apology has been written, edited, revised, rewrote like given feedback on by like family publicists managers agents like everything everyone knows that that's the point of a written apology is that it can say exactly what you want it to say
0: yep and then you can just go into hiding and not have to do anything and it's like such a bullshit cop-out like just say hey yeah you know what when I was younger, I was, like, a miserable bitch. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know why people just, like, don't own up to shit. But, yeah. Let me read the three slide Instagram note apology. Me, 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 me. (laughs) One of the most... (laughs) One of the most important lessons of the last few weeks is that we need to take time to listen and learn about other people's perspectives and any role we have played or anything we can do to help address the injustices they, that they face. When I tweeted that the other day, it was meant to be a show of support for our friends and neighbors and communities of color during this really difficult time. But the responses that I received to what I have posted have also made me focus specifically on my own behavior and how or my own behavior towards fellow cast members and how it was perceived by them, which
1: bitch. Yeah. Ooh.
0: To me shitting in your wig. That's <laughs> a threat. <laughs> well, I don't remember ever making this specific statement. Also bitch. I have never judged others by their background or color of their skin. That's not really the point. What matters is that I clearly acted in ways which hurt other people. Whether it was my privileged position and perspective that caused me to be perceived, once again, perceived, as insensitive or inappropriate at times, or whether it was just my immaturity and me just being unnecessarily difficult. I apologize for my behavior and for any pain which I have caused. We can all grow and change, and I have definitely used these past several months to reflect on my own shortcomings. I am a couple of months away from being a mother, and I know I need to keep working to better myself and take responsibility for my actions so that I can be a real role model for my child and so that I can pass along my lessons and mistakes so that they can learn from me. I listen to these criticisms and I am learning, and I, while I am very sorry, I will be better in the future from this experience. And
1: I know what you're all thinking. First, there's a lot to unpack there. Second, She's pregnant? I had <laughs> that, that realization today. I did not even realize that she's full-on about to give birth. Not that that should change any of this, and it obviously doesn't have an effect on the dumb shit she did in the past, but she's pregnant.
0: Well, I fucking gagged when I read that because someone, before she apologized, was like, Leah Michelle's going to go on Instagram and be like, as a pregnant mother?
1: <laughs> and she fucking did! <laughs> Yeah, it's just, like, pregnant women can be bitches, too. And yeah. you weren't pregnant when you did all that shit, so you can't use that as an excuse now.
0: You guys, I'm pregnant. Don't attack me.
1: <laughs> and, like, oh stop gosh. saying the, the way that I was perceived by
0: the cast members who I told they couldn't sit with us and who I told them oh, to yeah. shit in their
1: wig. Sorry that you perceived me <laughs> as being difficult. <laughs> I mean, I say that like, oh yeah, written apologies can say exactly what you want them to say. If that's exactly what she wanted to say, then I don't know who the hell she's working with on her team or who approved that because that was not like just take some accountability. Teddy, yeah, Mountain just be Camp like, God, I want a- you to take accountability. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if she had just said, "God, I was a fucking monster. I'm so sorry. I'm mortified." Yes, people would be like okay
1: shit (laughs) yeah honestly it's like i mean i don't know i can't speak for everyone because i clearly people are like always hungry to come after people no matter what but it's like i i don't know she said that be good with me you know i don't i don't know so
0: (laughs) that's that on her she hasn't really spoken out since (laughs)
1: It's been about a week.
0: Um, so, yeah, best of luck to Girly with her new journey
1: on motherhood. Moving As a on. mother of a child.
0: <laughs> in, she's like one day pregnant. She's like, in nine months, I will be become a mother.
1: <laughs> okay she's not even pregnant she's like one day (laughs) people do do that shit though there's like one day when i have kids of my own it's like all right
0: or it's like people or it's like when guys are like as a father of daughters i hate rapists and it's like why don't you just hate
1: rapists as like a fellow human it's like (laughs) why do you need to have a daughter to hate rape have you never (laughs) met another or known another woman in your life
0: like do you have no other respect for women Yeah. Unless like, they're directly you, affecting your personal life.
1: Do you Jared, you have like a mother? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. Um uh, that wasn't actually directed towards today. a Jared. I I don't even think I know a Jared. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> well, no, I know Jared fucking Kushner.
1: <laughs> and so yeah, it is. I mean, like Jared Kushner and like Jared the Subway guy, or who comes to mind for me? And that annoying Jared guy from The Bachelor. So uh, Jared, yeah. Jareds, Jareds. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I was gonna make an overarching blanket blanket statement about Jareds, but I realized that that wasn't fair. Jared.
0: <laughs> he I went know. to
1: Jared. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so many Jared. Everyone fucking boycott Jared's jewelers. <laughs> they stand with Rachel Berry. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Don't sue me. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, are on to our
1: next victims of this week. <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. Oh no, I knew it was coming. <sighs> Vanderpump rules. Listen.
0: <laughs> Everyone who doesn't watch the show is like, "Are you guys okay?" <laughs> um, I haven't watched the show in like probably two years, so Megan will probably have to jump in for a lot of this. Not because I'm like. I'm way ahead and already hated the show. Uh, just because one, I'm terrible at shows, and two, I haven't had cable in a long time. So that's the stitchy with that. But let me just give you a breakdown what happened this week. Mm -hmm. Um, they fired four cast members. (laughs) Two, (laughs) and like this isn't a show with like a shit ton of cast members. I mean, it is now, but. Yeah, but,
1: you know, less than 20. Um, Right.
0: So... Right, they
1: holy f- shit, they fired, like, 20% of their cast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: These really are the
0: worst days of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vanderpump Rules, by the way, is, like, a show on Bravo uh, that follows, like, the, the staff of... Um, a Lisa Vanderpump restaurant, um, and Lisa Vanderpump is on was on Real Housewives of
1: Beverly Hills, oh. which actually this whole conversation is ironic because I know we just talked about Vanderpump Rules a few weeks ago when that um, producer made comments on that podcast and how they were the goal was to make Stassi seem like the hero, like get the hero. Edit. Oh, right, so, right, right. More on that shortly.
0: Um. so yeah they fired four of the, the cast this week two were like new members of the cast who I like know nothing about two guys I don't even know their names to be completely honest with you um,
1: their because... names are Max and Brett and they're just like standard LA fuckboy douchebags
0: yes well they got fired because people like dug up old tweets of theirs that were like very racist <laughs> I could not believe my little eyes it wasn't just, like, reposting, like, a song lyric. It was, like, I lit verbatim, I want to punch Asian people in the face.
1: So, um, and, like, I a will... lot of N-word. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even look at Bretts or see Bretts. I, I don't know. Well, those are the ones I saw. <laughs> those are the ones I saw, too, and those are bad, bad, bad. Yeah, bad. and I think those are from Max, and that's, I mean, whatever. That's all I need to see. If yeah. Were, if Brett's were anything similar, then whatever.
0: And these weren't, like, and not that this justifies it, but these weren't from, like, 2008. Like, these were from, like, 2012. I'm like, girl, what are you doing? Um, once again, not that that justifies it any time. But, you know, when people are like, I was like, nine! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you were grown. <laughs> um, so anyways, they fired those two fuck lords. But then they also fired uh, Stassi and Kristen, who are, like, the original cast members and, like, literally the foundation of the show. Mm -hmm. Because, oh, Lord. (laughs) Because a former cast member um, came out. And her name is Faith. And she was the only black cast member on the show. And she came out and said that back in 2018, Kristen and Stassi called the cops on her because the Daily Mail posted a story about a black woman who was drugging men and, like, robbing them. And and it wasn't Faith. And they posted the picture on Twitter. I know for sure Kristen did. I don't think Stassi did. But Stassi did admit that she called the cops on Faith in a podcast. Um and Kristen posted a picture on Twitter, like, hey, doesn't, isn't, or like, look who's up to like crime or whatever the fucking tweet was. <laughs> and so they fucking called the cops on her as like a black woman, which I <laughs> rewind 30 minutes and get to the beginning of this fucking podcast and realize why you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's literally dangerous to her life. And then to put it on Twitter. We're, it's literally not
1: her, it's another black woman which once again well and by racist. the way these are, and by the way these are public figures. so like, yeah, like with, them putting it on Twitter is a big thing.
0: Yeah with like thousands upon thousands of followers. so then it's like um no <laughs> And this was in
1: 2018 yeah, that's rough the fact that it was so recent. So, yeah,
0: they fired both of them, which I was like, God damn, they're like literally the whole show besides like Jax and like so, fucking.
1: I think in general, well, like, I know in general from what I see because I follow Bravo so closely that the network's been taking like a lot of heat lately. Yeah. Because, and honestly, that's like a whole other conversation that essentially its shows are like segregated. But oh, yeah. It's another conversation for another day. But Bravo's been taking a lot of heat um, since things escalated recently about, like, representation and, like, some things, problematic things that white cast members of various shows have done in the past, blah, blah, blah. So, I, they took action here, and I think they wanted to prove a point, and they definitely did. I will say, and I'll admit this out of me being ignorant and wanting to learn that when I first saw this story came out, I'm, like, a total loyalist to this show. Like, I've watched it from season one, blah, blah, blah. I'm actually kind of, was up until this week, I guess, like, a Stassi fan. So so when I first saw this story, like, my initial thoughts were, like, well, Stassi and Kristen are, like, notorious bitches together. Faith hooked up with, like, jacks while he was like engaged to Britney you know so they were just like being mean girl asshole bitches it's kind of like the Leah Michelle thing it's like they're not racist they're just like bitches that was the first thought I had of him and then I even went to Morgan and I was just like give me a little like explainer here on like I get it but I need to like hear it and her explaining what she did just now so she basically explained to me and like I do get the really icky and dangerous, like, racist undertones to those actions. So, yeah, it's pretty rough. Pretty bad on them. Um, and, and I'm not saying that, like, they
0: were, like, she's black, so let's call the cops on her, like, and, like, whatever. Like, I'm not saying that at all. Yep, Yeah. But, like, that's just, like, another thing of, like, being ignorant, of being, like, well, I can call the cops because, like, I'm white and that doesn't mean anything to my life without
1: realizing, like, sh- Faith lives in a different fucking reality. Yep. I don't think that that was like, whatever. And I know that this is also kind of a complicated thing to say in situations like this. But I don't think that they had like racist intentions doing that. But that's just kind of the point of like the privilege that's ingrained in white people to begin with. Right. And also you can't just post like a picture
0: of another black woman (laughs) and say it's her. That already is like racist. And then, like, tweet it to your thousands of followers when a lot of people on the internet are surprised, also fucking racist.
1: So, like, Mm -hmm. that's a good point, too. So, yeah, this one took me a minute to think on because I don't know if I'm just like an apologist for this show and the people on it, but it's like, to be honest, we don't watch this show because they're good people. Like, you know, you know, just kind of. It is what it is. Actions deserve consequences, right? And they, and they, they got their consequence. And so then, yeah, Stassi, her podcast has been removed from all platforms. She was dropped by her PR agency and her manager. She's essentially lost like everything. everything. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's shitty. Not, like, making, not making excuses, but I'm just saying it's shitty, but it is what it is. And here's, like, another thing,
0: like, we've just said, like, this happened in 2018, so, like, you would have to, I don't know, like, you should know better, but also, like, you're in your 30s, what are
1: you doing? Yeah, and there's a lot, I think there's a lot of other background around this that I don't know is necessarily like publicly known just like in the show I don't know like Saucy's had some issues in the past where she's made comments that she basically needs to be educated on and she was and is but that one not so much but I remember on her podcast I don't know if you watched this season but like she was doing a podcast I want to say with Billy Lee or something and she made a I don't remember what it was, but she made a comment about trans women that was distasteful and like Billy Lee called her out and she like had to go on the whole apology tour all over again type of thing.
0: Oh, man. And we'll get to the injustice of trans women next. But first, (laughs) like I said, not a good week in Hollywood for celebrities. But first, let me read Stassi's Instagram note. Apology. And I might stumble over this because the lettering is very tiny. Racially insensitive comments from my past have resurfaced. It is important that I continue to take accountability for what I have said and done while pushing myself to do better. I have grown significantly from the person I was then, and I am still filled with remorse and regret for the hurt I caused. I am grateful for the people in my life that continue to check me and push me to evolve into a more educated person. I also want to address my former castmate Faith Sowers. My emotions over something that happened between our friends outweighed my logic and there is no excuse for that. I did mm-hmm. not recognize then the serious ramifications that could have transpired because of my actions. What I did to Faith was wrong. I apologize and I do not expect forgiveness. I'm also sorry to anyone else that feels disappointed to me in me. I'm going to continue to look closer at myself and my actions, to take time to listen, to learn, and to take accountability for my own privilege. So that's and I,
1: that. I, and, and I don't know. I don't know if this is still my personal bias, like impacting things. But as far as shitty no apologies go, I don't think that one was the worst by any means. Especially when you follow Leah Michelle's, yeah, or even Kristen's. Kristen's wasn't that good. Oh, I didn't even see that she posted one. Well, <laughs> I don't need to read it. <laughs> I think we can all guess what's on it. Um. It's, it's much shorter and whatever. It's silly. But um, but yeah, and then now a bunch of people are coming out and giving their statements on it like Lisa Vanderpump released a statement which, you know what, speaking of shitty statements, Lisa's is not great either. She really like skirted around the whole issue and didn't address it directly. And then Andy speaking out to Andy Cohen and all that stuff. So yeah, definitely a big shake up on the show. I mean, I personally could give two shits about this Max and Brett Kidd being fired. But um, Stassi and Kristen... I mean, specifically Stassi was, like, the main character. Like, she's got... Her storyline this season was that she got engaged. So her storyline the next season was going to be her wedding. And we all know that that wedding was going to be a huge cow for Bravo. Like, ratings and yep. the show and everything. And that's all gone. I know. It seems crazy that it's just, like, oh, so... Okay, <laughs> like Stassi's just okay, done. Yeah, definitely. Like, and...
0: don't agree with it, but I'm just like, damn, that's like <laughs> so crazy. When I think of like Vanderpump, or I think about like Bravo, I, like I, one of the first people I think about is Stassi.
1: Yeah, and yeah, that one, that one was another tough pill to swallow. Theme of the night.
0: <laughs> Let's move on. To the next person.
1: Yes. Hannah Who? Brown. Oh. Let's just touch base on this. Hannah Brown. I have not I haven't been in the loop on this.
0: Oh, I'm just talking about what has what her little apology. Oh, just follow-up. Yeah. Cause we missed last week and she hadn't apologized the week before, so we didn't talk about it. Um, she took two weeks to come out with an apology video. Which is disappointing. I wish she had done it sooner. However, and like, first of all, let me just say this about all these apologies. These are not my apologies to ever accept or say that are good or whatever, because I'm white. <laughs>
1: That's a very I can't good ac- point.
0: I can't accept these apologies on behalf of communities that these people have hurt. Um, so she finally, I'll, if you guys... M- <laughs> missed it. <laughs> if, if you want to hear me reaming someone in a new one, listen to the Hannah Brown episode. But she obviously had said the N word on her Instagram live while she was like singing a song. Then she was drunk and was like, Oh, I did. Maybe it was my brother. He, 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 he. And then posted like an uh, Instagram story. Uh, apology that was like i'm so sorry for my actions that's not who i am you can believe whoever you want i am but i know i am and she posted a second one that was like i need to change and grow and learn from this and um rachel Lindsay, she was like you know i told her that she should apologize on camera like live because like you put a story Or you put your apology on a a story that's going to expire. You said it on Instagram Live. You should apologize on Instagram Live. Like, you need to show your face. Blah, blah, blah. And, um, I only say blah, 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 because we already had talked about this. But, so she finally did. Two weeks later, she finally went on Instagram Live, and then she posted that live to her feed, so it's there forever. And, In my personal opinion, although I cannot accept this apology on behalf of anyone, I think Mm -hmm. that it actually was, like, a really good apology. She said that, you know, she's been taking this time. She's been listening to podcasts. She says, like, I've been so um, racially ignorant and uneducated 25 years of my life. I had no idea what people were going through. I had no idea, like, the ramifications of this, like. I was wrong. I don't want my followers to defend me. If you're defending mm-hmm. me, you are in the wrong. She was like, and she like admitted. She was like, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about anything that was going on in this country because I'm white and I'm privileged and I'm I- ignorant. Like she owned up to all of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so she said, like, you know, I'm, I'm working with people. I've been listening to these podcasts. I've been reading these books. I've been watching these movies. And now she's she's not saying these. She's like giving specific examples. Um, and she was like, so it's like now my mission to educate myself and be a better person going forward and have hard conversations with my family and friends. And I, I messed up, and I was in the dark about like a lot of issues. And so now I get it. So once again, not my apology to accept, but I think it actually was, I, I genuinely believed her. And I think yeah. that she is like working to fix herself. And since that, she has been, like, actively posting about, like, Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and petitions and telling her um, fans to stop defending her.
1: And so. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, I second what Morgan says about how it's not our apology to accept. I know that we criticize apologies, but that's just, like, an objective. Like, we're speaking about these apologies from, like, a perfectly objective state and not ours, too. Except. Good point. But um, I totally, I do agree with you. I mean, it was like a 19 minute video, wasn't it? Yeah, it was long. It was a 19 minute video. And I mean, speaking like from the heart like that for 19 minutes straight and like being able to articulate your like thoughts, remorse and state your, and then again, state your facts like that. Like everything that she's doing and it's It's, like, admirable, i say. Yeah.
0: I agree. And it it seems like she actually is, like... I don't know. Like, I just genuinely believe her. Like, I feel like she really is. Because here's the thing. Once you realize (laughs) that, like, everything you've learned in public school history class is, like, a lie. And you, like, start to peel back the layers of this country... It is, like, fucking shocking what you, like, don't know. And so I believe her when she says, like, I had no fucking idea. I was choosing to be ignorant. I am ignorant. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, now that I've, like, peeled back these layers, like, I I need to fucking fight for this. And so it's, like, I, I don't know. I believe her.
1: Yeah. I think what's next for her and what's next for all of us is to make sure that we continue this even when these stories aren't in the 24 hour news cycle. But like I said. That goes for literally all of us. Myself included. Yeah me too.
0: Um, um, so that's
1: that. Oh what. I was just going to say a whole other issue. Which God. Oh Lord. We could probably have like. 12 part episode on it. Is how someone who's like. So ignorant clearly, was able to have such a large platform in this country, you know, like for being The Bachelorette and whatnot. (laughs) So, I don't know if you were planning on getting into the whole Bachelor drama. I don't necessarily need to, but that's a whole other thing that's happening right now.
0: Yeah, I didn't have it in my notes, um, but everyone has known.
1: (laughs) Um, Spark Notes, the show, The Bachelor, has a huge huge issue with diversity and inclusion and they're being highly called upon to take action against take action towards um adding diverse cast members to their show right now and it's quite a movement and i support it i support it too i signed that little um petition you
0: had posted but yeah, yeah. yeah like, just, just it's doing been... my
1: little petition signing during a three hour episode this
0: week. <laughs> oh god. Um, I still haven't watched.
1: <laughs> I'm like three
0: hours, bitch. You've gotta be
1: kidding me. Um I mean, it was fine, but like I just want to watch Caitlyn's season, which is this week. I mean, I might watch it this
0: weekend and like drink a whole entire bottle of of Rose. <laughs> I mean,
1: that's the point.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, The Bachelor. Everyone knows it has a lot of fucking work to do. It's only had one um, black lead, Rachel Lindsay, and (laughs) then never fixed anything, especially when Mike should have been The Bachelor instead of Peter. Um, But also Mike Fleiss, the like owner of The Bachelor or whatever, he's just like also a fucking douche, so.
1: Yeah, just like an all around terrible person. I remember he like beat his
0: pregnant wife we talked about on the podcast
1: (laughs) I I don't know him personally so whatever maybe I shouldn't be saying that but like you beat your pregnant wife you're just an all around terrible person
0: yeah um Uh, so yeah they fucking need to diversify their cast not only their cast but their fucking leads I cannot believe after 18 years and 40 leads they've only had
1: one black lead. And it's interesting. I know that Morgan and I both listened to a podcast this week about it with Rachel Lindsay, the um, the only black bachelorette. And she did a po- joint podcast with Becca Kufrin, who has her own issues with this topic with her fiance that I literally won't get into. But it was so interesting. I, how I don't Rachel, have enough time. Yeah, it was so interesting how Rachel and the podcast was like, I was like brought into this role under the impression of like, Yes, we're ready to change here at the Bachelor, and we want you to be the one to help us do it. And we'll support you, and we'll be here with you, like through it all. And then they were just like, "Meh." It was the lowest rated season, so we're good. Yeah, they're like, "Oh no, it's like the
0: lowest rated season. We care more about money." But it's like, like Rachel said, like, "No, you need to start making the change, and to the point where it becomes normal, and then it's no longer
1: a low rated season." Right. And like, t- by the way, the Bachelor is not going to get canceled. No. Like, ever. If they No, they keep- still made millions of dollars from Rachel's season. I would say, if they're able to keep slinging shitty shows like Listen to Your Heart and, like, Bachelor Winter Games, there's no way that they're gonna <laughs> ever get cancelled as a franchise. No, no, no. No, 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 no. So, there's no excuse. Oh, The Bachelor. <laughs> um... Yeah, tough week for shows Megan watches.
0: <laughs> God. Oh my God, I've been watching shows. Let me get on this one point and then I'll talk yeah. about the shows I've been watching because you'd be proud of me. Sorry, I thought I'd um, keep interrupting you. Oh, you're not. Um, the wa- last victim of this week, and I don't mean victim as they're the victim, I mean like they're on the fucking chopping block. Uh-huh. J.K. Rowling, <laughs> oh. Harry Potter. This isn't new information, by the Mm way. mm -hmm. This has, like, been going on for years, but I feel like maybe people didn't realize. Because I'm like, oh, a lot of people are mad at her this week for things that she's been saying for quite a while. Right. But she is just. I don't. (laughs) She is just very problematic when it comes to trans women. And yeah, she doesn't believe that trans women are women because they don't have a menstrual cycle. So that's fucking fucked up. Trans women are women. Mm-hmm. And they will always be women. It's who they are. And mm-hmm. also some women that are like born, wi- whatever, you know what I'm saying, don't have mm-hmm like a menstrual cycle so like who what are they <laughs> like like what's your point like a menstrual cycle doesn't make you a woman
1: right yeah this one is i don't know i have no i, I have nothing to add i don't think it's right
0: and then like, when people know. like try to talk to her she just like doubles down
1: and it's yeah like, that's you- what's so weird is that she's yeah. not taking the approach of like oh, let me, let me learn. I'm ignorant. Like, oh my God. It's like the total opposite. She's just like, she's set in this belief. And like, why are you so upset through their period? <laughs> like, yeah. Like why? Like there's clearly some like underlying, like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I have to blame it on some like underlying issue because otherwise I feel like, I. what is the explanation for this? Like, what's your deal?
0: And also, has she ever said anything about trans men? I'm genuinely asking because I don't know. Or is it just always like a tack on trans women because they don't have a menstrual cycle? Right. Ugh. As someone who has like literally had to take a break from this podcast because I've had crazy menstrual issues. Like, what's your obsession, lady? <laughs> that is like the last thing that makes me a woman. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah um so yeah that's a big another one that like hurts a little harder like how many people have looked up to her
0: well especially because like in her books you know I
1: feel like she is like you
0: are who you are like be yourself you're like special blah blah then I like remember randomly... last
1: year when she's just like oh by the way is
0: <laughs> gay Yeah, and then it was like she just kept tweeting random things, and then the internet just took it over. It was like Dobby
1: has a foot fetish, Hagrid has a bottom. Yeah, I mean, literally, that was hilarious. But this is not hilarious. This is really harmful to and impactful to a lot of her fans.
0: Well it's very harmful and dangerous
1: like let me just
0: share this like disturbing fucking fact that's very relevant to everything that we're talking about the average lifespan of a black trans woman is 35 I'm 28 years old oh my god yeah like, that's fucking horrific. So, tweeting these things, especially yeah. during this, like, time where, you know, there's, like, so much racial
1: and un- Tensions unjust. are high. Yeah. T- like, people, are feel- people are feeling this personally. People of color and people who have been targeted by this. Like, they are feeling it personally. And, like, emotions are running high. So, something like this can really impact someone at a time like this.
0: Yeah. It's dangerous to tweet this ever with such a large platform even if you have a small platform but you know what i'm saying yeah but especially in these times when black trans women are dying on average by 35 (laughs) so like and not dying naturally let me just say that right so like listen bitch yeah truly stop Go get
1: your fucking precious Tampax and, like, go the hell away. Read the fucking room. It's so weird how she's just like...
0: I love my fucking menstrual flow.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, What the hell? I'll say it again. I feel like this podcast, this episode is, like, a reiteration of everything Lost Culture has talked about today. But, I mean, it just happened to be what's happening in the culture. But they have a very interesting take on this, too.
0: It's just so insane, especially because, like, so many people look up to her, and, ugh. um. But anyways, like, Hermione, <laughs> I know that's not her name. Actually, <laughs> it is now. Hermione. Hermione. has spoken out, and she was like, you cannot tell trans women that they're not women. Like, you cannot tell people who, they're, who they are, who they aren't. Yes. And, like, to all my, like, trans trans, I, like, love you, see you, whatever. Um, And then Daniel Radcliffe aka Harry Potter (laughs) made a statement and he says transgender women are women any statement to the contrary erases the identity and dignity of transgender people and goes against all advice given by professional healthcare associations who have far more expertise on this subject matter than either Joe or I it's clear that we do not need or it's clear that we do need to do more to support transgender and non binary people not invalidate their identities, and not cause further harm. Which is like, <laughs> yes? Yeah, Harry Potter spitting facts. Harry Potter said, oh, I have the time today, Joe.
1: <laughs> Joe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Eddie Redman, who plays in Fantastic Beasts, and is just an overall cutie. I know. He said, as someone who has worked with both J.K. Rowling and members of the trans community, I wanted to make it absolutely clear where I stand. I disagree with Joe's... (laughs) I'm sorry. I know, I'm not okay with them calling her Joe. (laughs) I disagree with Joe's comments. Trans women are women, trans men are men, and non-binary identities are valid.
1: Bitch. And it's unfortunate that these actors who... Or just happen to be affiliated with her even have to come out and make these statements when specifically I think many of these actors have been like very active in their support for the trans community yeah Joe <laughs> don't bring them all down you dirty bitch I know so it's just kind of like go take some fucking vital, you ho. like oh <sighs> yeah there's something there she's got some issues um and then just like in random news oh and then i'll talk about my shows
0: and then we can end oh, yeah this. sorry this is a long podcast but coachella and stagecoach have both officially been canceled for this year they had like rescheduled those to be in october but this, that's done that's over goodbye Which, whatever i'm not surprised and i think that that's a good move agreed and then also um for like months people have been like did iggy azalea secretly have a baby because she just like disappeared off the face of the earth and then came back and was like hot fresh hoes whatever on her instagram and people were like bitch did you have a baby so she finally posted on her instagram story today it was literally just a story it was like a black background it was like i have a son
1: she said more
0: but not by much she literally started off with i have a son i haven't found the i couldn't figure out the right time to let you guys know but i want to keep him private but just let you know that i don't love him like any less or something like that but i I was
1: like you on your instagram
0: stories
1: like it's so random (laughs) So weird. I hadn't seen this news. So thank you for that. I
0: needed that. <laughs> so yeah, Gazalea confirmed had a baby. Had a son. <laughs> like I have a son.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Just a random Wednesday Instagram story. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, and then here are the shows that I've watched in the past. And by, by watch, I mean i finished. Ooh. Oh. Ooh.
1: Oh um, god. <laughs> Um Little Fires Everywhere. Yes, I'm reading the book and I already finished the show. Good stuff, huh? God,
0: the daughter. <laughs> I mean
1: the oldest daughter, I hope you're a meme.
0: No, I mean the youngest. I know it's oh. like unpopular opinion, but I just really hated her. Oh. Um, and then Sweet Magnolias. What is that? Oh my god, it's such a new show on Netflix. That's like so sappy i don't know i watched no it's actually like so good though like when i first put it on i was like what the fuck and then i was like i finished the series in like three days (laughs) it's like only 10 episodes i'm like obsessed with it and i actually really need you to watch it (laughs) i'll see what i can do i'll see if i can pencil it into my very busy schedule okay thank you so much and then um so i finished that season one of that but there's only one season and then The Society, which is also a Netflix, which is like these teenagers go on a field trip, but it
1: gets canceled Then they come back and their entire town is deserted. I've heard of that from someone. I think a coworker of mine was talking about it and saying really good things. I don't know if it's my style. I don't love sci-fi stuff, but I've, yeah, I have heard really good things. It's
0: actually not really sci-fi at all because I am not about that life. Um, it's really not at all. It's more like teen drama some of oh, it's like, stupid well, I'm about that,
1: like.
0: yeah some of it's stupid and some of it's serious but it's actually really good and I just finished ep- oh, season one of that and then they said season two should come out later this year
1: cool
0: and then I started watching Um, I've watched one and a half episodes of the new season of Queer Eye
1: oh my god I've watched one and a half episodes of that too oh my god <laughs> so far so good love the boys love the boys yeah and Philadelphia um yeah, so I'm not going to go into detail of what I watch because, like you said, this is already getting too long. But I do want to call out two shows that I've gotten into um, and finished. White Lines on Netflix. It's like a crazy, chaotic, murdery drug show that takes place in Ibiza. So that's fun. Ibiza. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, and, <laughs> then, and then I know that this isn't a new show by any means, but Married at First Sight. It, I, think, uh, I think it's a TLC reality show. It is, yeah. But they just put, and I'm yeah, I'm not normally big on TLC reality shows. Like, I can't really get into, like, the 90 Day Fiance stuff. But um, they put a recent season of it on Netflix, like, just one season. And I've watched it all in, like, two days. And, you know, it's good if you're into that kind of thing. And if you're not, don't bother. But, like, just know that you're going to have to appreciate it for what it is.
0: I feel like working at TLC has to be so fucking wild. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god!
0: I imagine feel like they is... like
1: imagine their pitch meetings.
0: See, that's what I was gonna say. Like there has to be just like a bowl that they just choose things from. And I'm like not, you guys. I'm like not making fun of anybody. I'm like not making this up. A show that they actually fucking had was a midget who owned pit bulls and was like a bounty hunter? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> yeah
1: like what's going on over at TLC (laughs) that's actually a really good point I mean this show like pleasantly surprised me it's kind of similar to Love is Blind except the people just clearly like met at the altar when they got married and they're like instead of like dating each other up until that point they're expertly paired by like a panel of oh so it's like Love is Blind mixed with Are You the One Yeah, yeah, kind of. But yeah, and I think it does take like a step deeper because these people, like the therapists and coaches and like psychologists and like sociologists, like there's like really credible people pairing them together is what I mean. So like, and like they want it to work. And apparently this show has like more successful marriage rates than The Bachelor. Wow. That's crazy. What? Can you imagine? Yeah. So when you think of it that way, it makes it cool. (laughs) Like Like, you you know, imagine just being like like, human experiment. And I'm into that kind of weird thing. Could you imagine just being like, okay, you're about to go
0: get married. You've never even seen or met this person before, but this is your spouse.
1: I know. And literally when I first started the show, I was like, (laughs) I would never. These people are losers. Like, can't they meet anyone on their own? And then by, like, my second episode, I was like, oh, my God, I want to do this. <laughs> I feel like this is my only way I'm going to meet someone at this point. I know, and it's like, who am I to talk shit about people who can't meet people on their own? I can't.
0: <laughs> me either. So <laughs> catch me and Megan next season. On <laughs> Yeah, so
1: it's, a, it's an interesting one. Um, so try it if you're into that kind of thing.
0: Good to know. All right. Well, this has been an episode, bitch. It Uh, has. But it's time to say our goodbyes. I have a
1: steak to cook. Megan has wine to drink. No, I'm not drinking tonight. I'm just pacing back and forth because I have to pee.
0: Oh, okay. Megan has to pee. So we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.